Welcome to New York Institute of Technology's podcast, The Scope. Produced by the College of Osteopathic Medicine, our episodes focus on the medical school experience and how it helps shape future physicians. Learn about exciting new health and wellness initiatives, cutting-edge medical research and technology, and how to effectively navigate medical school. We are excited to have you join us. Good afternoon and welcome to the SCOPE podcast. Today we are joined by a panel of physicians, faculty, and medical students who have come together to discuss the unique and at times challenging experience of dating and maintaining romantic relationships during medical school. Please welcome our guest panelists, NYITCOM alumni from the class of 2014, Dr. Tina Bruno and Dr. G.D. George, who met during medical school, are now married and are expecting their first child. New physicians from our graduating class of 2020 at our Arkansas campus, Dr. Ari Hakimian and Dr. Dory Trenter, who also met during medical school and are now recently engaged. And please welcome our student physician panelists, fourth year student physician, Moishi Bressler, third year student physician, Taylor Rutherford, and third year student physician, Kyle Beckman. And I would also like to welcome NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine faculty member, associate professor and psychologist, Dr. Lisa Hoffman. And I am your host for tonight, Susan Payette. Welcome and thank you all for joining us. I'd like to open our conversation today and jump right into the big question. Is it possible to date during medical school? Would anybody on our panel like to take that question as a whole? Uh, yes, it's definitely possible, but not without its challenges. And there's definitely a lot of roadblocks to it, but for sure it's possible. And I think we're examples of it. Thank you. Tonight, we have a variety of people on our panel. They're married. We have single people. We have engaged people. Kyle, as a single medical student on our panel tonight, Maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about some of the pros and cons of being single versus dating that you've experienced in your medical school experience. Sure. Like what was mentioned before, I think there's definitely challenges to dating while in medical school, but at the same time to have somebody to kind of lean on and have support you that maybe understands what you're going through. I think there's merit in that. On the flip side, being single, I think having my independence, not having to necessarily come home and have to feel like I have to speak with somebody all the time and I can really devote myself to my studies, there was a benefit to being single throughout my first two years as well. Thank you. In regard to being in a relationship during medical school and dating, Do you feel that it's easier to be with somebody that is in medicine versus somebody that is not? Moshi, what is your experience in regard to this? So I've been married before I started medical school to someone who is not just not in medical school, not in medicine at all. My wife works in finance and it's a very different culture than medicine, but there are some similarities. The similarities are hardworking individuals, very motivated people, people trying to make it to the top. And you have a lot of that in medicine, but there's a whole world that's different in medicine that she wasn't necessarily part of. 
And I think that was a good thing for me. It kind of kept me well balanced. Her not necessarily being in the daily experience of medicine, was it almost a release for you that you could turn that off for a little while? I wouldn't say a release right away for me. When I first started medical school, the only thing I can think of night and day was medicine. And my wife got a little bit tired of it and gave me specific rules. I'm not allowed to talk about gross anatomy by the dinner table. That was one of them. And I kind of have this separation of work and family and school and family. And I, that boundaries that we created in that first year of medical school, that was a little bit funny. We kind of have a good separation also from her work and my school with our work-life balance. And I think this is going to last as we both progress in our careers. We come home and it's family time. It's not work time. For our two couples that we have on, Dr. Bruno and Dr. George, and we have Dr. Hakimian and we have Dr. Trenter. How did it happen for you? I believe you met during medical school. Is that correct? Yeah. So at the start of school, I was like, I'm not going to get into a relationship. I'm going to focus on my studies. I'm not going to give myself any distractions. And then about a week in, I met Dory. She kind of had different plans uh, for that whole plan of mine. And we started studying together during anatomy, and that led to a little bit of flirting. And then we turned into study buddies and best friends at the same time. It was great. Since you were able to study together, it sounds to me that you were able to support each other and academically help advance each other because of that commonality. Being competitive with each other kind of drove us to be as successful as we've become, obviously. It was always having a person in your corner to go to bat with or go to a fight with or go to an exam with. And you always kind of had a support system in times that were hard or challenging or where you felt like you were stressed out going into an anatomy exam or coming out of it and you were like, oh, I, I just got a 65% on anatomy. What do I do? And you've got your partners like, that's all right. We'll get through this together. And that's kind of what we did. Dr. Bruno and Dr. George, your experience was a little bit different than theirs. Can you tell us how it was for you? So we actually met um, the middle of second year, shortly before we started studying for step one. And our study styles were actually very different. I enjoyed studying with partners or with groups, whereas GB liked studying alone. I used to drill Keek and lock himself in his room for days and never emerge. So that was actually really difficult, starting a relationship while also focusing on probably the most important board exam of medical school or our medical career. So it was hard. It took a lot of compromising, but we worked through it. And as Dr. Hakimian said, it was also just really great to have someone who understood exactly what you were going through. It was a hard time. Studying for any test for medical school for step one, it's hard. And whereas your family and your friends are there to support you, it's it's very different to have someone who knows exactly what you're going through. As it presented challenges, it also was very helpful, and I think it definitely helped our relationship grow, kind of compromising and understanding one another. Thank you. Yes, Kyle. 
So just to add a single perspective to that, I think if you have somebody that can kind of support you in that way, like Dr. Bruno and like Dr. Hakimian said, that's amazing. And I think there's this pressure that many of us feel to start a relationship, to be dating. Many of us are in our late 20s, early 30s by the time we're finishing up medical school. I think medical school for some is a time to be selfish, focus on yourself, devote yourself to your studies. And I think for those that maybe feel that pressure, it's okay to take a step back and really focus on yourself and not feel guilty about that. Taylor, I believe that you said that you are with somebody who is not in medical school. So how was that for you? I was actually only single about a month. I as well had planned to go into medical school just focusing. I just got out of a master's program where I was in Mississippi. I'm from Arkansas. So I was kind of on my own island out there and I just focused on my studies and I was very successful with doing that. That was just going to be the plan going into medical school. And then I met my fiance, Jared, on campus. He was a third year physical therapy student. I kind of wanted to take it really slow to see like if he understood how difficult med school is going to be and like my dedication to it at that time. And then it was just effortless with our relationship. It didn't get in the way of school, but actually made me perform better, do better because of that support I had from him. And one of the interesting things is he told me I studied too much throughout our relationship. And I was like, no, I don't. And then second year, I actually listened to him for the first test. And I didn't study when I came home during the week, but I would study on the weekends. My grades went up significantly. So he has a different perspective on things and it definitely helps. So Kyle, I wanna go back to you again for a moment. I would like to know as a person who is single, what is it like to meet new people? Do you find it hard to meet new people if they're not in medical school? Have you found it challenging? It's definitely been a challenge. I know student Dr. Rutherford can attest to this. We both moved from home to Jonesboro, Arkansas. So I think it's about becoming friends with people in your class. If there's somebody within your class that you can connect with in that way, as we've seen with these other couples, that's amazing. But there are apps out there. I think that's something that I would recommend. We are totally uh, turning into a tech-based society, and I think dating is no exception. I think there's apps out there where you can meet people, whether it's a town over or a city over, different professions. You can kind of pick even age groups, people you want to talk to and match with versus not. There's obviously dangers to that, but I think as long as you're going about dating online in a smart way, if that is something you're interested in doing while in medical school, there are options out there. Dr. Hoffman, as a faculty member and also a psychologist, I'm sure you've dealt with students throughout your career that are dating, and how do you think it affects the medical student in regard to you have ups in a relationship, but you also have downs? What are some tools that somebody might use so that they can still maintain the academic requirements that are necessary for success? Thank you, Susan. It's a really good question. It's very challenging to have a relationship outside of medical school, so to have one within is even more so. I always recommend to students, there's a bunch of different emotions that come into play, right? There's guilt, there's resentment. Students might see their friends that are not in the medical field, or like Moshi was saying, his wife's in finance, and they see these sort of 
other areas where they're able to excel because they have more time. And so they might resent that, wanting that time back. But I think it's important for you to have perspective of where you're at. You're in medical school, you're there for a reason, you wanna stay focused, but you also wanna give yourself permission, that time to be with somebody else, to have that quote unquote normalcy of downtime with somebody else. And that could be quite supportive. I'd be interested to see what the rest of the folks here think. Thank you, Dr. Hoffman. I could not agree with you more. Having a partner absolutely bring that sense of normalcy. And something that I found throughout medical school, because I get to connect with a lot of my classmates on social media, so therefore I get the inside scoop a lot. And med school can be very isolating. Aside from that click that's super popular, that is kind of what everyone looks at and compares themselves to. We're going to talk about them later, but everyone else can feel isolated at some point. And it's usually the people who sit in the back who go unnoticed, they feel the most isolated. And having a partner is the opposite of being isolated. You're literally always going home to somebody. And that's a really special thing. Even if you're not living together, even if you're in some sort of relationship, having that connection is very special. And there's tons of research of showing the protective effects of having a significant other or a partner being protective against the mental illness, especially like burnout and depression, which is something that unfortunately is rampant in our profession. There's such stress, so many stresses placed on students to get high grades, to be perfect people, to be completely devoted to medicine, that it hits a breaking point. There's so much stress placed on medical students to be these perfect people with perfect grades and to never step a toe out of line that stress really gets to people and having someone you could confide with where you don't have to be perfect and they'll love you for your imperfections, that is the cure to having a very demanding profession. Dr. Trenter? That's a great point and it made me want to tell you guys about really special story about how I release stress. I am a yoga teacher and and I found a hot yoga studio in Jonesboro that I tried to get to almost every day. And so after anatomy lab one day, I somehow convinced Ari to come with me to a hot yoga class and it was his very first one. So we got to the hot yoga studio and I went to go change and I said to Ari, what are you planning on wearing? And he goes, all I have is my scrubs. So we entered this 100 degree room with my yoga clothes and Ari and just scrubs. I thought that that was a pretty true testament early on in our relationship. I think that is a terrific point to make. It's very important to find outlets where you can relax and you can eliminate stress and anxiety. Kyle, you wanted to make a comment as well. Yeah, so just to elaborate on what Dr. Hoffman said and what Moishi said, medical school can be isolating, absolutely. And I think for those that are single and not wanting to date while in medical school, it's important to still have friends that you can rely on. And I didn't go to Jonesboro knowing a single soul. And yes, I didn't necessarily date, but I have fostered and developed some amazing friendships with students that are both single and in relationships. Whether or not you're dating or not, it's definitely important to have that kind of person-to-person contact outside of lab, outside of school, to kind of have that release from all of the studying. And to devote that time to friendships, I think, is also really important. 
Absolutely, Kyle. I think that any type of social support network, whether it's a spouse or a significant other or good friends, is super important for success in medical school. I would like to go back for a moment to something you said, Moishi, when you were talking about the feeling of having to succeed at an extraordinarily high level and feeling pressure as a medical student to academically succeed, being in a personal relationship, did you feel that that same feeling of being that best of the best was there as well because you were expected to perform so highly in the medical school experience? The pressure is on 100%. You have all the pressure coming from school and they have all of the people in the world who are not in medical school who don't know what happens in that building. And my partner is one of those people until I brought her into that world. She didn't know what goes on in medical school. And to non-medical student folks, and I might be wrong here, they think that we are studying every single thing in the entire body every single day. And it's like uh, drinking from a fire hose and they're spot on correct, except it's a little bit more doable the way medical school works out. The image that I found my partner had of medical students was this figure that I couldn't live up to. Part of me dealing with the pressure was, okay, I don't have to be the number one in my class. I just need to be the best I can be. Maybe number two is fine, but I have to shoot as high as I can go. And that was me kind of adjusting the expectations from what was expected of me from school. And on the other hand, I had to manage the expectations from my wife at home saying, yeah, I'm a first year student, but I cannot do surgery yet. They're gonna teach me CPR at the end of next year. I don't know how to cure it yet. I only know how to name what's wrong. That was another hand for me to kind of humanize the medical student image. It was a fun experience kind of challenging the myths that people have about medical students. And that led me to realize my own mortality as a med student, for lack of a better word, uh, in medical school world. Thank you. Dr. Bruno. I think we as medical students and then residents and fellows and now attendings, we all have the kind of self-imposed pressure to succeed and to kind of be the best you can be. I personally, in my relationship, I never felt like we were pressuring each other. I think that we both kind of understood how hard it was and how rigorous it was. And I think for both of us, we never competed with each other, which is wonderful, but we also never kind of pressured each other. We just were there for each other. We supported each other and just kind of succeeding in whatever way that meant for us was good. And I think it grounded us. It relaxed us. It decreased a lot of my anxiety. Just having someone who understood what we were going through and just succeeding and doing well was great. The medical school tries to offer opportunities for people to socialize and enjoy themselves. Did you find in your experience that that was helpful for whether you are going out with somebody and you're a couple or if you're a single person joining in in the activities that were provided at your school? Yes, Taylor. So at our events, it was very inclusive. People who were with people that did not go to the medical school were also invited. Like you could bring your significant others with you. And so I really enjoyed bringing my fiance with me to those events because it gave him more insight into what my world was with these people that I spent all my time with eight hours a day plus during the week. Because outside of medical school, like any time that I had that wasn't 
devoted to studying, it was just devoted to him and spending time with him. So whenever it was getting together with a lot of people from school, it'd be at those events. So I felt like they were really good for inviting him into my world as far as the people I spent my time with and the environment I spent my time in because we would have those events on campus a lot of times. Thank you. Dr. Hoffman, in regard to the expectations that a medical student may have before they go into medical school, in regard to relationships and dating, and then when they actually come into medical school, do their expectations change in your opinion? I think that's a great question, Susan. I'm gonna say a little bit about it and I'm gonna open it up because I'd like to see what everyone has to say here. I think that people in general have preconceived notions about what marriage or long-term relationships look like, regardless of whether they're going to medical school. And I bet that once they're actually in medical school, expectations change. That can affect the relationship. It could affect where they're at within medical school, how they're functioning. So I'd kind of like to open it up and see what our panelists here have to say about that topic. When I first got married to my wife, I was not even accepted to medical school. I was still applying. And there was this understanding that when residency would come, her career is important, but there's the possibility she may have to move with me for residency. And it might be in a small town far away from a metropolitan area with large banks and large corporations. And that was a immense sacrifice that she was okay with making. And I'm very gracious for my spouse for being on board. And I acknowledge that she's making a huge sacrifice. And that is something that may bubble up in relationships with medical students at some point, this idea of having to move that is very real, very scary for everyone. And for people who aren't on the same page, it can be even a stressor in the relationship. Thank you. In regard to expectations, Dr. Bruno and Dr. George, I would like to know as people that were making decisions for your medical career simultaneously while you're in a relationship, how did that affect the decisions that you made as far as your choices, where you went? I don't know if it would have any effect on your specialties, your matching. Tell me about that. So it's definitely a little bit stressful. When it came time to residency match, we decided to not couples match, but us both being from New York and we actually both wanted to stay in New York. So that made it a lot easier because although we didn't couples match, we still wanted to be in the same area. We both ended up making our individual list. We didn't change our choices or our specialties for each other. And thankfully we matched both kind of in the New York area and we were still able to live and be pretty close to each other. But it's definitely very stressful. We talked about the possibility that one of us or both of us would have to move away. And it was something that we were okay with. Each of us being at the residency that we wanted to be at was more important to us. And we knew that at that point we would make it work. Thank you. I actually entered medical school in a relationship, moved to Jonesboro, and I definitely had an expectation as to kind of how that relationship would unfold. And as soon as I began anatomy and lectures and lab, it kind of crumbled. And I was no longer able to devote the time that I felt I needed to foster that relationship as well and also start my medical school career. And I think with that, communication is so important. If I could go back, 
and redo it. I wish I had more open communication with how I was feeling, what I was doing day to day, because I think that would have alleviated some of that initial stress in that relationship. Thank you. Dr. Hakimian and Dr. Trento? Yes, so just a compliment on what Dr. Bruno was saying. On the contrary, we did do the couples match just because we did some audition rotations at some of the same hospitals and we were really falling in love with similar hospitals. And I personally chose OB-GYN a few years ago and he kind of chose internal medicine a few years ago. So that didn't change. But it's a very important conversation to have third year, maybe even very early fourth year. If you want to enter into the couples match, just start a dialogue about it. Weigh the pros and cons. When we were weighing the pros and cons, there were more pros. So it felt like a very big commitment to click that merge list button. But we did it and it made our relationship stronger because of it. And it luckily worked out in our favor and we were both able to end up at the same hospital in Illinois. So it did work out, but it's an important conversation to have. Thank you. I would like to pose one more question to the group. What are you looking for in a person that can best support you if you are a medical student and you're still going through your process? Yes, Dr. George. I think that probably the biggest things which everyone is going to agree on is finding someone that's good at being organized and having good time management because it's going to be such varying schedules and things like that. As long as you're staying organized and managing your time well, like for us, we have a joint Google calendar in which we have both of our activities all lined up in that same schedule and we know exactly what's going on. And we start doing that like in, I think, med school or maybe even early residency. That's going to be like a big foundation for anything going forward. For me, I also thought at one point, once I become a resident or once I become an attending, like I'm going to have so much more time to do everything and it's going to be like the light at the end of the tunnel, but, which it is, it's great. But the foundation that you build early on with time management and being organized still holds true today. It's not something that just goes away. It's just all, something that you just have to ingrain and make sure you find someone else that's going to have those qualities too. Thank you. Yes, Dr. Bruno. Yeah, and also just to compliment him, just to find someone who understands that. Understanding that your shift doesn't end when it says it ends, or you won't necessarily be home when you say you'll be home. Just kind of understanding that medicine is not black and white, the hours are not set in stone. So just understanding that plans might be broken, you might have to have dinner later than planned, or not have dinner together. Just so understanding the variation in schedule and how our schedule is just not set at all. So flexibility is a important component. Would you agree? Definitely. Yes, Dr. Hakimian. So I also agree with all of that as well, but I think an important thing that it kind of boils down to is trust and honesty. And I think you have to have 100% trust at all times with your partner that they understand that there's going to be days that you're going to come home late and it has to be a trust factor that they're actually there doing their job and not doing what some people would be considering dishonest and stuff. And I think that's what it boils down to, being honest and having trust and faith in them that every day they're going to be yours when they 
like at home and stuff. Yes, Boshi. What I think the single most important quality in finding a spouse is finding someone who brings out the best person that you are, not necessarily who they are. You, people fall in love with all sorts of different people all the time. And what makes one relationship that is very loving the best relationship for that person versus we've all seen people, they, they love the other person and they might be what's called a toxic relationship. A non-toxic, constructive, beneficial relationship for everyone is one that really makes you the best person you can be. It really took a introspection for me to say, wow, when I'm with this person, I'm the better version of me. I like me more. Thank you. Kyle. For me, as somebody who's still looking and, and still dating, I think it's really about finding somebody with motivation, somebody with passion. I know I can speak on behalf of all of us here. We didn't choose medicine because it's easy by any means. We chose this career because we have a drive and that passion to, to make a difference and to help other people. So I think to meet someone and connect with somebody with that same drive is really important, whether or not that's in medicine or not is irrelevant. I think just meeting somebody with that same sense of drive is at least what I'm looking for. Thank you. Taylor? As in any relationship communication, and that was hinted to earlier about the calendars and things like that, but even for me, when I, I'm sure I'm not the only one like this, but whenever I get really stressed out, I kind of become a different person, and med school tends to stress you out quite a bit at times, and so just being like aware of my feelings and communicating that to him so that he understands like just telling him how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way has helped him a lot. And if I say I'm really overwhelmed, he'll do extra chores around the house and stuff for me. And it just, it helps a lot. Not assuming that they know that your partner knows why you feel a certain way or why you're acting a certain way and just having that open communication. Thank you. At this time, I'd like to thank all of our guests for sharing their insights, advice, and personal experiences with our listeners. Clearly, dating and relationships during medical school can be filled with unique challenges. But as seen from our panelists' discussion today, with efforts focused on teamwork, maintaining required activity schedules, good time management, making the most of your available time, and offering understanding and patience and flexibility for both yourself and your partner, it's very possible to enjoy positive relationships during medical school. As our conversation has highlighted tonight, an important key to the success is to try to identify the positive balance for you as a medical student that will allow you to be able to meet the responsibilities of your relationship and also your academic studies. I thank you all for joining us tonight.